Welcome to the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. I'm Dennis Weens, your host, Senior Impact Catalyst at Sat7 USA. Each week, I invite a guest to join the podcast to share their unconventional and innovative way they're doing ministry. Please remember to subscribe as well as check out other episodes from a wide variety of guests and a variety of innovative ministries you'll find very uh, informative. Please leave a comment as well how that topic of that podcast helped you because I'm sure your friends will benefit from it as well. I want to thank my sponsor, Sat7USA, Sat7. For those you follow know well what it is. It's a Middle East and North Africa broadcast media ministry based in the Middle East, making God's love visible to everyone in the Middle East and North Africa. You can learn more at sat7usa.org. That's S-A-T, the number seven, USA.org. My guest today is Riley Meek, the founder of King's Council, a community designed to equip kingdom entrepreneurs with the tools, systems, and frameworks necessary to discover, develop, and deploy their God-given wisdom into the marketplace. So, Riley, welcome to the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. Hey, Dennis. Happy to be here. This is going to be fun. It's great to have you on. We were just visiting a little bit about uh, your journey, and so I want to share a little bit with our uh, entrepreneurs that listen to this podcast and uh, maybe needs or challenges they're facing. You'll answer some of their questions. I know on your website, your ministry is designed to equip individuals with the tools necessary to discover, de- develop, and deploy their God-given vision into the marketplace. Give us some examples as we start here to give our podcast listeners a framework of tools or things they need as a kingdom-minded entrepreneur. Let's get started there, and we'll talk about some of the challenges. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Dennis. Yeah, when it comes to like the tools and the systems, I think the biggest thing for me, um, well, when I first, I jokingly say, Dennis, I gave my life to entrepreneurship at the age of 15 and then to Christ at the age of 16. And then God allowed me to really kind of go on on this journey. And one of the things that I really lacked in my life, and it's to, to nobody's fault but my own, but it was really just discipleship. I didn't really know what it what it actually was. Uh, I thought, okay, amazing. I said this prayer. Uh, I love Jesus. Uh, but there was one thing that I really missed out on in my life. And, and that was really that I was looking to Jesus as Savior and not as Lord. And, and now when I, when I, as a, a, being discipled now, it's like, oh my goodness, anytime there's representation throughout the scripture of Jesus, it's like Lord and savior, right? And it's like, oh, I missed out on that part. So what, what like was Lordship in my life? And, and I mean, gratefully, I was going to say, unfortunately, but gratefully I, I changed my perspective on this. God allowed me to grow through a lot of things. And, and, um, I've, I've moved, we've made millions and millions of dollars in business, which is phenomenal. It's afforded us to do incredible things. Um, and, you know, our passion now, our ministry is the King's council, as you mentioned, Dennis, and, and really what, what our heart behind that is to disciple entrepreneurs. Uh, I, first off an entrepreneur, I really believe Everybody on planet Earth is an entrepreneur to an extent, uh, because if you look at the, the root word, actually, it's a French word, uh, and it, it means uh, well. The French word is entreprendre. Uh, pardon my French, um, but really, all it means, Dennis, is is that we are uh, undertakers, right? And so, whether you are, you know, a, a missionary, right, out in the mission field, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom, uh, maybe you're a, a truck driver. 
you're an entrepreneur if you're willing to undertake the task at hand. And a lot of it, I think, comes down to mindset that we have. And if we take on this kingdom mindset that Jesus is king, right? Now, meaning Jesus is king. That's He's Lord of your life. Now, right. from there, we get to, uh, and again, I say get to, start to walk this out. Because the only thing after salvation is sanctification, Right. Like that's that's really what where our, our hearts posture, our disposition should be. It's like, OK, I've I, I have experienced salvation uh, and now this is where life begins. It's not when we die, our fleshly body dies, but it's it's now this is the beginning of forever. And I get to experience this eternity, but we get to grow through things here on Earth. And as, as entrepreneurs, there's a lot of things that come against us, right? We we live in America, so there's different experiences that come against us here versus those in, in Africa, right? But right. knowing that the responsibility that we get to have here in America as entrepreneurs is, is the ability to create wealth, which we know that it is, is God that gives us that ability, nobody else. But if we take that really seriously and understand that the number one enemy of every vision is lack of provision. And when we take this seriously and understand that there is an incredible amount of work to be done, there's an incredible amount of hardship in whether it's scripturally just widows and orphans, we're called to take care of them. Well, why aren't we? Like really, truly, why aren't we as Christians? And a lot of us may hopefully are to an extent, but it sometimes it can be overwhelming where the need is so out, it just seems so hard, or it seems like there's no way that we're going to be able to continue to to do this or sustain this because of provision. And collectively, if, if kingdom-minded entrepreneurs were able to come together and say, hey, he, here I am, right? Here I am, God. I know you've given me the ability to create wealth. You've given me the, the talents. You, you've created me for a time such as this, living here in America. I'm going to take this thing seriously. And it's not about me uh, going to make uh, millions of dollars to buy the yacht or the jet or the the mansion or the island. It's like, no, these are kingdom resources. If we take on this kingdom mindset and now we can collectively come together uh, united with a mission, a vision, and a purpose to be provision for the God-given vision of the church, that's when things can really truly get done. His kingdom come on this earth today, meaning literally today as it right. is in heaven when we collectively come together and do that through entrepreneurs, uh, that's where I think the church can continue to flourish, right? right. Can continue to take territory here today and now. You already moved into another whole category. It could be another whole podcast, and that's biblical generosity and how we approach all that God has given to us. We're called to be stewards of our time and talent, as well as our resources, finances, investments, businesses, entrepreneurship. We're all to be good stewards. And so you moved into that other area. But as you think about some of these challenges that uh, people face, and you've uh, highlighted a lot of them already, you know, you got into this in your late teens, uh, early on. Some people are getting into entrepreneurship at 50. Does age make a difference? Uh, do women face different challenges than men? Uh, what are you finding as you work with different segments of society? Great question. Uh, really, it's it, age. Age is irrelevant, uh, and it it's it's more of a heart's disposition. Again, coming back to understanding entrepreneurship means: Are you an undertaker? Whatever that task is at hand for you know somebody that's young or 
uh, versus old or a man versus a woman. Now, those tasks may be different, right? They can look different, but uh, at the core of it, if our heart's disposition is I'm willing to take on this task, because at the end of the day, what I've come to really understand and believe success actually is, is not what we do in comparison to anybody else. What success really is, Dennis, is did we do what we know God called us to do? Amen. In that situation, right? Because I, I, I've been incredibly successful at a lot of things, right? What that the world would call success. But I also felt like such an incredible failure during those times, which is a mind, like it's it's hard to process. It's, but this is why people that that are have nothing financially have fulfillment in those that can have millions and billions of dollars, yet they commit suicide for lack of fulfillment. And at the end of the day, if they came into alignment with their creator and they they knew the purpose of why they were created, then they operated within that purpose, the provision will come, right? And, right. and we know as a part of just this uh the the offices of, of ministry, like some are are given uh, these giftings of of evangelism and and uh, and teaching and, and prophecy, right? Like if we operate it all in in our giftings, talents, and abilities as the church, I mean, there's so much that could actually happen. The the challenge is you mentioned even culture. It's just like uh, culture culturally, the world culture, not kingdom culture. The world's culture has a more influence on the marketplace right now on the church, even mm-hmm. unfortunately, than what the kingdom actually has. And right. if we had this kingdom mindset and brought kingdom culture into things, it doesn't matter if you're an old, young man, woman, but you start to operate in those giftings that God has given you. There's incredible things that can actually be done. And you've created the King's Council community to meet that need that people have. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, your, your, you've already explained some of the purposes in this, uh, but explain a little bit about this King's Council community that you've created. Yeah. So going through this, I mentioned just this feeling of unfulfillment. This is only four years ago, Dennis, where I had never felt more unfulfilled in my life. And I, I started to just to think back on my life and, and what, okay, what, how did I get here? And that was my heart's cry out to God of like, God, I know I haven't been seeking you, uh, and 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 I know that there's there's something more that you have in store for me. And as I thought about what I had done in business, I was involved with a number of different masterminds and and in groups that you know communities that would help accomplish goals and 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 uh, you know visions and things that that people had. But then I thought, man, why is it that I'm always going to the world to fulfill these desires? shouldn't I be able to come to the church? Right. Like whether it is business, right. Or if it's, uh, you know, marriage, right. I think the church is a better job at that. Uh, but from an entrepreneur standpoint, I, I look through, you know, that lens, uh, that perspective, mm-hmm. it's like, man, are there other people that have this feeling that I have that it's like, I know you've given me these giftings, God, but how do I, how do I do this within the church? And I started just to raise my hand and say, does anybody else have this feeling or this this heart, this desire? It turned out there were a lot. A lot of people did. Right. And this was that was the birthing of the King's Council, which essentially is it were a community of like mindsetted, which I know is not a word. It's a word I made up, but it really just means that we are we're not all like minded because I don't think it really benefits us to only be around people that that only think the way we think. But we are like mindsetted, meaning 
we are we are here to progress. We are here to grow. We're here for sanctification. I'm a firm believer if we're if we're not growing, we are dying. Like there is no such thing as just plateauing and and staying still. So if we're going to continually move forward, uh, that's the mindset that we take on. Now within our community, we have we have entrepreneurs. Uh, so people that don't even have a business yet, but they know they, know they want to start one. So we have a path for them to come in to explore those those talents, those abilities, like what is it that God has given you? Uh, and then we start to help them put them to work, right? Uh, and then we have people in our community that have, you know, they've been in business, but they they maybe just feel like lack of lackluster, right? Or lack mm-hmm. of community. And so we're able to help collectively come alongside them you know, fan the flame to stir up that kindling again and understand why we started uh, keeping Christ at the center of everything that we do. And then we have, uh, you know, a different avenue of folks that are doing seven figures in revenue, but it can be lonely in that space. And so we, we create space for for those people at that level within business to be able to come together and really collectively just talk about the challenges uh, and the frustrations that we go through as entrepreneurs. But again, always foundationally keeping everything at the center of of, of everything we do is Jesus, right? right? Matthew 633, if we seek first the kingdom, we know that everything else will be taken care of. Amen. And there we get to steward those giftings and talents and abilities that God has given us to do so. So if our podcast listeners go to kingscouncilcommunity.org, that's where they can find some of these resources. Uh, what uh, page or menu should they click on first to get an introduction? Uh, how, where should they go on your website first? Yeah, uh, so that's a great kind of a brochure of a website. Or, Dennis, they could just go to joinkingscouncil.com. I think I think there's a link on kingscouncilcommunity.org that'll eventually get them there. But I would just encourage. I mean, we have we have an, a free app that's downloadable with lots of resources that that again we equip. Uh, whether it's an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, uh, we qu- equip them with the ability to start to just take those steps, right? And and you know, obedience is our our part. The the outcome is up to God. But if we aren't obedient, it's hard for God to do the the outcome, right? He wants to work through us, and so. Uh, and I, I've just realized that it's a lot easier to do that with a community of like-minded people. So again, if they just do joinkingscouncil.com, they'll be able to get plugged into this community all throughout a lot here in the U.S., but we have people throughout the world that are a part of this community as well. And you're on social media as well, so they can find you on Facebook. I know you have LinkedIn as well, so uh, get on some of the different uh, social media platforms. And uh, another question that comes to mind, has the church been receptive to this community that you've created, or has there been uh, some challenges in partnering with a local church? Great question, Dennis. Uh, Well, Capital C Church, we are the church. Like, we're doing church right now, Dennis. Now, there's the walls of church that maybe have different beliefs, philosophies, and again, this this is a lot of the division, I think, that the enemy's done in it unfortunately, a good job at infiltrating the church. At the end of the day, we, I believe the word of God. I believe everything in it. It is infallible. And uh, I don't want to truncate scripture to make it fit any any version of what fits my agenda. My agenda is, is God's agenda. For those that that truly follow the word of God, uh, we get along great. We get along really, really well. But there is, I mean, there is money is, I think, an unfortunate thing. A lot of churches, again, I'll say small c, church churches, 
steer clear of talking about money and finances and provision. And I think it's a they're doing their flock, their congregation a disservice by not addressing the things that Jesus talked over 2,400 times about. Like, it's an important thing. If Jesus talked about it that much, if it's in the Bible that much, by all means, we should be talking about that. And, and it isn't it isn't prosperity. It isn't poverty. It is gospel. And if right. we understand that and we talk about that specifically from that perspective, we know that money is simply a tool, right? I know I can't serve both God and money. And the only way that I've known how to figure that out is to ask myself the question, who is dictating the decision? Is it God or is it money? And, and when we when we take on that mindset and understanding, I'm going to serve God and make money serve me from there. We get, I get along really well with a lot of pastors and church leaders that that have that understanding, again, that, that sound biblical belief and philosophy. And that's where we come alongside and we provide small group curriculum uh, all for free. We don't we don't charge any of this. Um, I'm able to come in and speak to entrepreneurs within local churches. And uh, and really just that's our heart is just to be the catalyst for the local church to increase the tithe and produce radical generosity within con- local congregations to fulfill, again, the, the original vision of the church. But it does take provision. We know that. We can pray about it all we want, but it, there's the doing and the action that I think a lot of us are missing the mark on. And that's where uh, members of the King's Council really come alongside to be that provision for the God-given vision. Jesus talked more about money than some of the other topics we think he talked about most, so it's uh, something that the church needs to talk more about, and more than just talking money or tithe, the local church needs to talk a lot more about biblical stewardship and biblical generosity. So, uh, Riley, this is uh, interesting to talk, and I trust your uh, our podcast listeners will uh, join the community and learn about entrepreneurship as you've explained it. Give your website again so everybody can uh, know where to go and get some resources. Yeah, the best place is joinkingscouncil.com. Very good, and thank you again for joining the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. Thank you, Dennis. In our changing world, there are more ways than ever to do ministry. SAT7, as a broadcast media ministry, is changing how ministry is done. Through innovative approaches, collaborative efforts, broadcast satellite television, web streaming, and social media, SAT7 is making a difference. Visit SAT7 online today at sat7usa.org to learn ways you can be a part of this kingdom work. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please share it with your friends. If you know of an unconventional ministry approach, please introduce us. We'd like to have them on as guests. Thank you again for joining this episode of the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. Mm-hmm.